Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's coming up to 23 minutes past two. Uh, yeah, Chris Warren with uh, Cowboy Dan. And uh, this is the alternate um, SEN coverage, uh, the non-Olympics coverage, if you like. But that's uh, that's not really accurate because we're covering all the big events. When there's Aussies involved, uh, you can bet your bottom dollar you will hear all that action live uh, through uh, this SEN app, courtesy uh, of our partners as well and Olympic Partners Channel 7. So you won't miss a moment. Uh, but we are more wall-to-wall rugby league with a little bit of Olympics uh, weaved into uh, into the show as well. So let's cross now to uh, Adrian Prezenko from the Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, he's one of their, their big gun rugby league journos and Adrian has been kind enough to uh, take a little bit of time out of his afternoon to join us. Good afternoon, Adrian. How are you? Good afternoon, Chris. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, mate. Always great to, to have you on for, for a chat. Um, I was just talking to uh, Bronson Garlic, who's been playing with the Newtown Jets uh, in the New South Wales uh, Cup, uh, which has been on hold for well more, more than a month now. And uh, they obviously didn't play last year at all. Uh, he's uh, Luckily for him, he signed on a 30-man contract for Melbourne Storm for next year. But what is the story with the New South Wales Cup? He just said to me um, he doesn't know if it's going to continue this year. Yep, it's my understanding that the New South Wales Rugby League is set to abandon the season for the majority of its competitions, and that includes the knock-on effect New South Wales Cup, which is a real shame because it'll be the second straight year that that hundreds of footballers will be starved of match play. Mm. Uh, We know that the competition went into uh, a suspension uh, at the end of round 15, and initially they'd hoped it would only be for a short time, and they'd earmarked July 17 as a return date. Unfortunately, uh, things have gotten worse from a pandemic point of view. Uh, The New South Wales government today announced lockdowns will continue for at least another month. Um, So it's not feasible to continue, unfortunately, the the season, which is um, a real shame. Um, You know, we that's uh, they had hoped that we'd get back in time, that they could perhaps even extend the season to, to have it finished. But it's just not going to be feasible, unfortunately. And I think a, an official announcement will come in in the next few days. But that's that's a shame that twice in a year the development of some of our best young talent has been put on hold. Yeah, it's disappointing, isn't it? I do feel for for, for you know all the all the junior rugby league players. What does that mean for for my under thirteen? So I coach a team in the northern the Manly District Rugby League under thirteens. I guess that's uh, Gonski's for them as well, is it? It would appear so. I think it's all the major competitions are the ones that are going to be affected. If you're part of a New South Wales Rugby League competition um, that's in an area that's not in lockdown, there may be mm. uh, the opportunity for, for some of those junior comps to to uh, continue on. But my understanding is that the main ones, such as the, the Ron Massey Cup, the New South Wales Cup and the Sydney Shield, they mm. won't be going ahead. So... Mm. Um, we're all going a little bit stir-crazy inside, and uh, I uh, certainly sympathise with, with you, and I'm sure your, your young fellow would love to, to get out there and amongst it. But um, yeah. Yeah, 
there's not a lot of football being played at the moment outside of the NRL. No, you're right. And uh, now I've got a couple. They are they they really miss their Saturday Saturday rugby league. But so at the moment we think it's just going to be for those seniors, but it could well extend to all the the junior rugby league. So we'll have to watch this space for an official confirmation from the New South Wales rugby league on that. Uh, but thanks for pointing that out, Adrian. Uh, elsewhere in rugby league, the other the other big news about too this loan system. So where are we up to with that? I know the NRL is planning to uh, introduce a sort of whole whole of game loan system while clubs are in lockdown and, and struggle to find enough enough players that they may not have them in their bubble, so they can they can borrow one from from another another club. How is that going to work? Yeah, I think this is going to be the new normal, Chris. Uh, I, I understand that loans are probably going to be back uh, to stay for good. Um, I've been told that um, the NRL and the RLPA, RLPA are probably close to agreeing for that to be extended into 2022. It was, mm. of course, done for the first time last year, and that was mainly to help the Warriors uh, get through a season and their extraordinary circumstances. And we know that teams now, uh, and the Warriors are again in that position where they're struggling to name, you know, 21 players come the weekend. So uh, they that loan system will be reintroduced. Um, and we know also that the August 1 deadline is in place. That's been put back from uh, from its usual time slot to give t- uh, teams a little bit more opportunity to try to finish the season with a, a competitive roster. And, you know, there'll be plenty of teams that um, avail themselves of those triggers. And the Roosters is one. We know they've been decimated by injuries, particularly to the outside backs with the retirement of Brett Morris and also injuries to the likes of Joseph Swaley, Matikavalu and Billy Smith. Uh, they're certainly having a look around to see what's available to them. And I know that among uh, those on their shortlist are, are the likes of George Tafur and Tavita Furna, the, uh, the manly wingers. Mm. Um, and there'll be some other movement as well before August 1 and also in the form of loans. So... Uh, there was a bit of talk about a potential swap with uh, the Sharks and Titans for Billy Magulius and, and Jay Whitbread. Uh, you know, the Sharks are also mm. looking at maybe Jack Kosowski from Manly. And there are plenty of others that we'll probably hear in the next few days as those rosters get shored up uh, as we come into the, the final rounds of the competition. Well, I can't see a problem with it, really. I mean, and we saw a really successful loan, didn't we, um, with Storm and Tigers, with Harry Grant. And Paul Momorowski as well. That worked, I think, for, for both parties at that time. Um, and how it would work, I guess, the, the, the club loaning a player out, they will get some some space granted to them or credits, if you like, on their salary cap. Yeah, absolutely. And and you, you, hit a, you hit the nail on the head with the, the Harry Grant one. If he'd stayed at Melbourne, you've got to remember, he, coming mm. into last season, he'd only played two NRL games. Uh, because of the loan system, he got an opportunity under Michael Maguire at the Tigers to develop as a player to the point where, you know, he was w- playing in a winning state of origin team for the, the Maroons in game three last year. So, um, you know, I can't see the point of if if you've got a player that's not getting a run at your current team and, and there's another uh, team that needs that player, um, by all means, give them the experience and you can always recall them if you need them, if, if you have your own injury concerns. So. Mm. Um, I look at, you know, for instance, earlier in the season, Matt Burden may have played uh, maybe a couple of games for the Bulldogs, and then when they needed him, he could have gone back. Uh, that's how those sorts of 
situations could work. So mm. I'm expecting, um, you know, lots of teams to avail themselves of that. That makes sense, doesn't it? Particularly if, you know, take Manly, for example, George DeFua, he can't get a crack in the first grade team. So he's surplus to requirements by Dez, but he could certainly maybe do a job at the Roosters. It makes sense all around, in my opinion. The Bulldogs, mate, they continue to build for next year. Paul Vaughan agreeing to a one-year deal. Um, so uh, Tavita Pangai Jr., uh, it's a handy pack, isn't it? Josh Jackson, Adam Elliott. Luke Thompson, Jack Hetherington, I guess all they're really missing uh, is probably a star number nine. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, Paul Vaughan, uh, one year deal at the Bull, year deal at the Bulldogs, and we we spoke about that last week. We flagged that that was likely to happen, and um, I think when Gus came across, um, that was even uh, more likely with given his relationship with uh, Vaughan's manager Daryl Mather. Uh, he was on about eight hundred thousand, and he he'll. Uh, cop a one-year deal for about half of that. Um, and by the time he arrives at Belmore, he will have you know, served the, the uh, suspension that he was meant to do as well, is the way the NRL looks at it. So, yeah, you mentioned you know Vaughan, Pangai Jr., Matt Burden, Matt Dufty, yeah, Josh well. Adokar, Brett Naden. Uh, they're building fairly well now. Uh, they've got Phil Gould, who's, a, who's another key signing, who'll put that all together. And But I think, um, yeah, the, the point that you make is a valid one, that... I still think they need to bolster the hooker um, situation. And, and also, they've got to decide what they want to do at halfback. Yeah. I know that Kyle Flanagan's back in the side this weekend, but that, that seems that they haven't decided uh, what they want to do there and whether or not Matt Burden will you know, stay at six and whether he's really the organising half that the, the club needs. So if they can sort out something in that space with the, the six, sorry, the seven and nine, I think they'll they'll truly uh, be on the climb for next season. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, mate, finally, so what, what's the latest with the Rugby League World Cup? It, will, will it go ahead with, without the Aussies and Kiwis? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, there are some, some key meetings that are um, going ahead at the moment, and that'll decide whether it does go ahead without the Kiwis and the Kangaroos. And um, it, it's not much of a World Cup without the, the main two attractions. No. So I, I suspect um, that that probably won't be the case now. Um, I know some of the players have gone on record to say that they want to be involved and they 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 love to represent their country, but it's I'm not sure if they realise just how onerous it's going to be and uh, in terms of the, the quarantining uh, on the way back, uh, the movement they'll have over there, and and we see now players and families are struggling as it is with bubble life, and you know James Roberts was the last player to, to be, breach the uh, biosecurity bubble, so. I just think on the back of what was a, a long season last year, to expect them to, to do that um, again uh, at the end of this season, it's, it's probably a bridge too far. Just on Roberts quickly too, mate. You know, James Roberts, you touch on him there, uh, breaching the, the bubble by breathing in fresh air. Do you have any thoughts on it? Oh, look, it's, um, it's a really unfortunate situation in that it was, um, you know, he certainly fessed up to the integrity unit. It was nothing... Um, uh, malicious. He'd come back. He'd done a workout. Um, he was struggling to breathe when he got into his room. As you know, they've the, the players and their families have got to tape up the the windows. He went out and put a towel out and and you know got out and um, brought it back in again. It, unfortunately for James, though, it's not the, the, his first breach. So that'll uh, come into the equation when the NRL decides what what's uh, appropriate as a sanction. So um, yeah, I know I, I feel for the guys up there that are struggling, but. You don't want to be the person who who does the wrong thing and brings the NRL to a standstill. Mm. All right, mate. I appreciate you taking some time to join us, Adrian. Always good to chat. 
Thanks, Chris. All the best. Thank you. You too. Adrian Prashenko um, from the Sydney Morning Herald, their chief rugby league uh, writer. We will uh, go to the news, and after that, we'll have an update from Tokyo.